Hello Rockers and Mercuryans, it's Rock Mercury here, and welcome to the Rock Mercury Podcast. I want to have some snacks today. I'm going to have some sweet plantain chips and some different dips that I have here. I just went on my beautiful walk that I earned today because I, um, I cleaned the bathroom, deep cleaned it. Oh my goodness, it was a lot of work, but... You know, it wasn't that bad. I had my podcast on, so I kind of breezed through it, I guess, in a way. But I'm going to be having my sweet plantain chips, romesco dip from Trader Joe's, which is like a um, a bright and zesty Spanish-inspired sauce made with roasted red peppers, tomatoes, and crushed almonds. And it has some Zhuang sauce that I cannot pronounce. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. But um, excited for that. Let's get into it. Um, I also have some olives. I love these mixed Mediterranean Greek, uh, Greek olives. Shout out to Greece, you know. But I have some story time I want to talk about. Just a few things that came up on my walk. Um, and this homeless man I talked to in Manhattan Beach. That was a random situation. I want to talk about that too. We'll get into that. Um, and what else do I want to talk about? Uh, let's see. Oh gosh, this sauce looks so good. And then I have some hummus too, you guys. I have some Mediterranean creamy smooth hummus. Mm-hmm. There it goes. Yes. So, so good. I'm going to be grabbing this as well. Let's just get into all these snacks. Also, I'm not going to only be dipping um, dipping these sweet plantains in there. I'm going to also dip some of these mini red peppers, or mini bell peppers, I should say, because they're different colors. And tomorrow, I'm going to see my first movie that I've seen in years, as far as going to theaters. I don't know when the last time I've been to a movie theater has been. And so I'm going to like sit here with you guys, chill. I'm going to braid my hair because I'm going to keep my hair braided for the movie theater because I don't like letting my hair touch these movie theater seats. So I'm going to wear a hat tomorrow. Um, even though it's a very nice movie theater, I'm going to in a very rich neighborhood. I just, you know, I just kind of feel like I don't want, you know, I don't really want my hair touching that. So I'm just going to keep my, I keep it high. Anybody else like that? I don't know. Um, Kenyon says, where am I from? I'm from Los Angeles. Judy, hello, Judy. How you doing, Judy? Judy, Judy. I feel like I've eaten these before, these sweet plantain chips. It must have been a long time, though. I don't really remember when. Part of me feels like this might be my first time. So, I don't really know. I'm not sure. Um, someone's, uh, who's, who's that? I heart, Yo, Yoshi says, what am I seeing? I'm seeing a movie called Nope. Hmm, I wonder why I'm seeing the movie Nope when it's been years and years since I've seen any movie. I wonder why. But I'm gonna go see it tomorrow at Matinee. Because you're about to see me play, pay $16 to go to a movie. I'm going for a $13 movie. Matinee, baby. Um, not that I don't mind. I just, I don't know. I just feel like I could, I could own the movie in the, in the day of downloading and stuff. I could have just owned the movie for $13, $16, whatever. So I never, I just don't know how these prices work out. Like, 
for one time seeing a movie. I would spend that money on some of the snacks. I don't know if I'm gonna get any snacks there. Like the popcorn is made with, I'm sure the popcorn is kind of vegan because I doubt there's real butter in there. But, you know, I don't really want to, um, I don't really want to do that. I don't really want to get that kind of thing. But I'm excited to see the movie. It's by Jordan Peele. Um, it's actually premiering tonight, but I didn't have it in me to stay up. It's actually going right now. I'm at 10.30. So here in LA, there was, a, there was a showing at 10.30 tonight. And I almost went because I'm just curious. For some reason, I'm curious. I wonder why. Um, so I just want to see the movie before I start talking about it more, of course. Um, and yeah, so we'll see, we'll see what happens, but I didn't want to stay up until, cause if it's 1030 and probably, it's probably like a three hour movie with commercials and stuff. I did not want to go stay out that late and just be in a theater and falling asleep. Even though the movie I think is going to be really good. I don't like being in a dark room. Um, so late. Don't even, I, I don't know. I need to be rested. I need to be wide awake. So that's why I'm going to the matinee besides the fact that it's cheaper, thankfully. Back in my day, t movies were only $7. Look at these chips. These look pretty good. Mmm. Sweet plantain. Alright. Very tasty. High Anxiety says, you're always munching on something every dive. On a run. Obviously. Um... But I'll be painting soon, which I'll probably still have snacks with me. But I'll be painting on some lives coming up. So make sure you guys stay tuned. I have all my paint material. I'm excited to do that. Hello, Nathan. Yeah, this movie's about aliens and stuff. So I think it's going to be a really good movie. It's going to be a really good movie. I'm excited about it. I'm kind of nervous, though, because... Well, now that it's out, I feel like I'm talking to... Oh, I can't talk about it just yet. If you do see the movie, look for familiar faces. I'll say that. Because I feel like now that it's officially out right now, I could just say that, like, I may or may not be in this movie. And that's why I want to go tomorrow and see it. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Let's see, that guy... That guy says, you hear about the heat waves everywhere? Yeah, global warming. People are dehydrated. Um, times, of he times of hell are happening. Um, the end times are near. I saw this guy. He's like an African dude. And he was like warning his white friends to stay inside so they don't burn. I said, that's really sweet. So should I warn my white friends to stay inside too? Right, friends, stay inside. Sunscreen won't save you from what's going on. Also, black people stay inside. I'm thinking I'm too light. I'm too light to even get the full benefit of, you know, melanin or whatever, carbon in your body, carbon in your skin. I, don't, I think I'm too light skin to get any of the full, full benefit. Like, I still sunburn. Olives. I love these olives. Um, Putin says, I love... Love listening to you. I learn, and you're so well-spoken, inviting. Oh, thank you. But honestly, all my white fans and my people who are, because I, I have white family, 
I have white friends. White, uh, my ex was white. So I have nothing, you know, nothing but love for my every color. Um, but with this heat waves like this, y'all better stay safe and stay indoors until the heat wave passes because the sun, it feels like the barrier of the urge or something is like broken down or something. So it's bringing even more UV rays into the, into the system. And this is a time to have lots of hydration, eat lots of fruit, um, and maybe put some shea butter on. I don't know if that's going to help or burn you more. Just be very careful. This is not the time to go play with the sun. The sun is out here trying to burn us out. Winter's coming soon. Winter's coming. Winter's coming. Hopefully it's cold. What about New York preparing for a, for a nuclear fallout? What? Oh! You said New York is preparing for a nuclear fallout? Hmm. Yo. I'm just trying to go watch this movie. I'm just trying to like live this life somehow, get rich. I had a meditation today. I, I guess I need to be thinking of other things. If that's the case, we're over here talking about nuclear fallout. That's really scary. And if you're saying it, that means it must be in the news right now. Oh my God, you guys. The second I get out of depression, the world wants to end. Really? That's how it has to be? I worked so hard to get out of depression. And now the world wants to end for real. Mm. I gotta call my bestie. She's in New York right now. I need her to know what's going on. Because she's a little bit aloof. Rightfully. She's very smart. She's a super intelligent. She's a genius. But she, she's by, cho by choice aloof. Just, I'm aloof too. I'm aloof to a lot of things. I don't want to know all these disturbing things going on in the world. It's so dark. We choose to stay blissfully aloof to certain things. What does aloof even mean? I like the word a lot. Is it an offensive word? My bestie's gonna watch this like, you called me aloof. What's the definition of aloof? Aloof means not friendly or forthcoming, cool and distant. Ooh. I like that for myself. Not friendly or forthcoming, cool and distant. I love that. I'm here for it. But she's a friendly person when you know her. And when you know me, I'm friendly. When you know, know me. I don't know. Then it says conspicuously uninvolved and uninterested, typically through, di through distaste. Oh my gosh, I'm so aloof. <gasps> I live for aloof. I'm gonna create a whole shirt line that just has aloof on there. Like, just people leave me alone. It's better than saying stay away. Aloof. Blissfully aloof. Just aloof. I like this. The word sounds, the word looks beautiful. A-L-O-O-F. Come through, aloof. I never knew that was the definition. Not friendly or forthcoming. Cool and distant. Conspicuously uninvolved and uninterested. Typically through distaste. I'd be distasting. I'm so, I distaste a lot of things in my real life. This is my real life too. I distaste a lot of stuff on here too. Mm -mm. Aloof is everything to me. I think aloof, I'm gonna get a tattoo that says aloof, my first tattoo. Aloof. <laughs> I'm so scared about this New York um, 
nuclear fallout. Why are you coming to here fear-mongling me? Um, Sugar Puddin says, absolutely. Oh, thank you, Sugar Puddin. Um, hold on. Oh, my God, you guys. Oh, so many things. Okay. That guy says, or Roy says, no, don't stay away from it, melanated brother. No, no, don't stay away from it, my melanated brother. I don't know if I'm melanated enough, I'm trying to say. I'm trying to, I don't know if I'm melanated enough to handle the new heat wave. Like, the sun is fine for me, but, like, when it's this next level of heat wave, where the sun comes, like, closer to us, and it's like, how you doing? Real close. I'm the sun. Like, even though I'm rock Mercury, and Mercury is the neighbor to the sun when it comes to planetary situations, Mercury is the closest planet to the sun and also has no moons. So we ain't got, we ain't got time for these werewolves out here, even though I have a wolf. My pet wolf. He's still chilling. Roy says, you have enough. Trust, um, trust. Just go around. Just ground and stay in the sun as much as possible. Um, I got sunburned when I did a commercial on the beach. They had me out there so long. I literally was so sunburned, you guys. Just peeling, just so bad. I really think I may be too light to handle this, to handle the full blunt of this um, of this upcoming heat wave that may hit hit Los Angeles too. I mean, it's hot here. It's hot right now. Oh, well, it's warm for nighttime. I still feel good enough for my sweater. High anxiety says, "I don't mind the world ending." To be honest, high anxiety. Beyonce's album is not even out yet. You want the world to end and we haven't even heard the Renaissance album? Are you serious? I would be so mad. I would like, if there was a comet coming to the earth and Beyonce's album hadn't come out yet, I would go out of the space myself and push that comment away. Like, not right now. Come back later. Wait till Beyonce's album's out at least. Are you serious? Have we waited all this time just for the, no. Absolutely not. I need whoever is trying to do nuclear whatever to stop it. Stop the nuclear, stop the nuclearity, stop the nuclear activity. Just wait till the album comes out, give us a few plays, and then you can convenience if you just need to come back with nuclear. Hopefully the album itself brings peace to earth. You know, I wouldn't put that above Beyonce. There's three parts to the album though. This is the first act, it's supposed to be three, allegedly. So, Hopefully within the three, something will just cause some peace because we don't need, we, what? Doggone it. Rita says same here. Hey Rita. Mm -mm. You don't mind the road ending Rita? Judy says, are those fried or dehydrated plantains? These are fried. So there's oil in them, there's palm oil. Palm, palm oil in, probably not the best thing, but. So I think oil in is like not healthy. It smells great and it tastes amazing. So I don't know if it's healthy or not, but it's really good. Young says, hey, Papa. Oh my God, hi. Roy says, would you rather live without knowing the truth? Mm, I like being aloof. I, I think the first part of my life when I was younger, 
I wanted all of the truth, and the truth almost drove me insane. I went deep into the truth. Like, that's why, that's how I ended up working for the clearances I work for. Like, I know a lot. I know a lot. And I don't say that in a way of like, I know more than you, I'm better, I know. No, I mean that as in like, I know so much that I have a hard time sleeping at night. And I wish I didn't know. I think that too much knowledge is just, is dark. And like, like, you can know all these things and not be able to do anything about it. You know, like I know so much and I have no idea. Like there's nothing I can even do about these situations. I have no power in some of the things I know. And I'm a liability now because I know too much. So it's like, it's better to not know some things. Like, I re it's really better to not know. I, I never thought I would say that growing up because I just wanted to know everything. But as I got deeper down the rabbit hole and work with clearances and sign paper, I, I just, I've done too much. Like, I really, I wish sometimes I can go back to when I didn't know anything so that I can just remember what it felt like to live blissfully ignorant. I think aloof is different than, than ignorance. You can be aloof and still know, know a lot. Um, the truth will not always set you free. Sometimes the truth will literally imprison you. And I've been imprisoned by the truth. But I'm just gonna keep living my life. That's why I chose art. I'm doing art, I made this sweater. Living my life, snacking on live, trying to be on art, on art. You know, I'm already being surveillance. I might as well be here on live. Make some money off my surveillance. Yes. Uh, I don't curse on here. I don't say anything problematic. Even though I did say something super shady on Twitter today. But it wasn't like problematic. It was just super shady towards a person that I don't like. But... Actually, I just don't, I don't even care about that person, but I just was saying the truth about this person. But she has no power. She's like, it's the person's, this person's, it's not even a big deal. But I said something shady. Mm. Because I blocked this person on all social medias, but one of our mutual friends posted this person on their page in the story. And I was like, ew, trigger warning. Like I was triggered by the bad plastic surgery. It was bad. Anyways, Dave says, hey, what's up, Rock? How you doing, Dave? Judy says, I've, I've not heard anything about nuclear fallout. Uh, I really hope that there's not that happening because I don't need that right now. I have a movie coming out right now, as we're speaking. I can't be in the middle of a nuclear fallout right now. I have things happening. Young Zara says, was it loof? No, aloof with the A in the front. There we go. Rita says aloof. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, Rita. Rita knows how to spell. High anxiety says, I'm gonna update my phone right quick. Okay, update it and let me know if the phone tells you to run. Run, girl, nuclear weapons coming. Um, Dave says, hey, Rock, can you give me some motivation? I'm very down in life and feel unmotivated. Um, hmm. 
You're very down in life and feel unmotivated. I feel like in that space, like you have nothing to lose. And so I feel like this is a time to really be exactly who you've always wanted to be. I know that sounds cheesy, but to literally just like recreate your personality or your brand or your brand meaning like who the world sees you as. Usually that's what keeps us down and unmotivated. Um, if the world's ending or whatever, this nuclear situation is happening, you may you may be in the right mental space. Sometimes the, the unmotivated and lost feelings we feel is because our, our inner being feels chaos that is approaching. Um, so don't diss yourself or make yourself feel bad for feeling certain things. Notice the feeling, but you don't have to live within it. I'll say that. And I think that now is the time to really do what you've always loved to do, what you've been afraid to do, you know, like be uninhibited. And unless you're, unless you like, you wanted to do something like dark and hurt people, that's not good. Cause some people like can stay that too. And they'll be like, Oh great. I can go be a serial killer. No, no, we don't want that. That's not what we want for you. We want you to go and create, maybe start painting. Maybe you start like, doing your dream, your dream career or your dream art or so, you know, something like that. Um, um, realize that you don't have to, like, to be motivated means you're trying to get somewhere. You don't have to go anywhere. You can literally sit there and enjoy your life in that space. Being in the present moment is beautiful. There's so many, there's so many beauties in the back there. I don't even know, I don't know how to be bored. People say, I'm bored, I don't know what to do. Um, I don't know how to do that because there's so many things you can do at every moment. There's boundless fun things. Even if you're stuck in a boring city, city or state, you're like, my town only has 10 people in it. <laughs> you don't need people to have fun. You can create so much. You can enjoy nature walks. Remember when you were young, when you were like a kid, and how exciting things were, how exciting a top was. You know, I'm holding the top of my um, of my what is this? The top of my olives. Like we would do all kind of things. Like, oh, this is a frisbee. We're gonna throw this as a frisbee. Oh, great! I can paint on it. I can do all kind. You know, there's all kind of things you could, we could have done with simple items back in the day. So find that childhood joy and embrace it and just like live unapologetically within the joy that you find from your past. Because if you're unmotivated now, that means you know you're unmotivated, which means that you were motivated before. So go back to when you're motivated and think about what it was that lit your fire at that point and see if you can bring that in some way to your present moment. Um, but if you're in a really dark space and you're like thinking of, you know, not being here anymore, um, I would, I would suggest that instead of you not being here as a physical presence, take away your personality, like let your pres your personality go and just start over. Be who you really want to be the whole time. It's better than taking yourself away. Like people, people will continue, people will follow along. They're not going to hold you to something that you don't want to be anymore. You know, you don't have to, and you don't need them to follow along. You can live your life. You don't need people's opinions or their their um, justification and validation. You don't need it. I don't. I don't care what anybody thinks. 
a lot of it. Roy says, yes, Putin is planning, Putin is planning to nuke the East. Ooh! Russia's gonna nuke us? That is disturbing, I hope not. That's so terrifying. I hope you're wrong, but uh, but if you're right, then thank you for telling me, but dang, that's really terrifying. Sugar Putin says, laughing face for bro. Young Anzara says, sounds like a Grinch world. A Grinch word. Aloof sounds like the Grinch word. Well, the Grinch is amazing. The Grinch is iconic. He's actually a hero. The Grinch was like looking at all the who land, like, who are these who's? Who are these who's? You know what I really want to say, but I can't say that word on here. This who land. Mm -mm. The Grinch was over it. The Grinch was like, y'all need all these toys. Let me get these toys. The Grinch, all, all the Grinch needed was a good eBay account. He could have sold all those toys and been the richest. That's what they do in real life. Mm -mm. The Grinch was a hero of the movie. Let's keep on going to see what else. Ephra says, nice. Young Zara says, 360, please. What does that mean? If um, Ephra says, aloof, aloof. I love that. Judy says, I've been, I've not heard that. And you would think he would, he would nuke Ukraine first, not us. Well, it's kind of like it wouldn't make sense to him to nuke um, to nuke Ukraine Ukraine because they're so close to Russia and they used to be owned by Russia. So if they nuke them, they're gonna feel the direct effects of the nuclearization and the contamination of the nuke of the nuclearization of the nuke um, damage. So it does make sense that they would ever nuke like Ukraine. That stuff travels. All those chemicals travel very far. Dave says, hey, Rock, can you please give me some? I saw that already. Right. I live in central. I live in central air. Okay, I don't know what that means. Dave says, hey, Rock, can you? Oh, my gosh, Dave, you said this so many times. Now, Ukraine is a distraction. We're way more important than Ukraine. Yeah. Hey, Rock. Oh, my gosh, Dave, you wrote this so many times. I almost want to, like, mute you. Um, Rita says, I was saying the same. We're about just coming out of depression and now the world wants to end. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Yeah, that's the same. I feel you on that. Pat says age. Why are you asking my age? Who are you? Not God. What are you saying? Dinner. Dinner. Notice my snacks. Just be silent with it. What are you talking about, Ephra? What are you talking about? Um, anyway. That guy says, our voice says, no, my friend is away. Is right. My friend, it's always a good thing to keep learning. Um, not always. I don't believe that at all. I think that's false. Um, Judy says, you are joking. Putin needs Ukraine for ge um, geographical advantage. That's why they are fighting. Yeah, this is getting too... Like, how do we get into this? This is, this is a boring conversation. I'm almost want to, like, just ignore all of this. 
Um, that's what they want is to think, oh gosh. What's up, Monet? Good to see you. You don't find it weird all of a sudden Ukraine became a big topic? No, it's, that's just... Y'all, this is deeper. This There's enough... Mm. Yeah. I know too much about this topic to talk about it. It's not worth talking about on TikTok, that's for sure. America and its allies will never... Will level Russia in days. Mm. Yes, because they joined NATO. Wow. Why did Trump exit NATO when he was in? Mm. Says that guy. Um, Roy says, exactly. So obvious they're going to nuke the USA for interfering with their plans, I think. That didn't sound very right. I don't know about any of this, you guys. I haven't seen this on Twitter, which means I don't think it's real. <laughs> Judy says, with the advanced technologies the U.S. has, Putin can't do the U.S. nothing. All right. Ephra says, um, I like your style. Thank you. I designed it myself. Go to rockmercury.com for all my designs. Link in the bio. The U.S. is not as, Roy said the U.S. is not as advanced as much as you think. China is far ahead of us. That's something that's should be spoken about for sure. But I'm not going. To, I'm, not, I'm not talking about it on this Chinese app here. I'm here on TikTok right now. I have no interest in discussing that. China will shut me down right away. Um. Go read us. Um, Judy says, Rita, go to the beach and pick up nice shells. Okay. That guy Roy says, that's crazy that you say that Putin is begging Iran to help them. Wow. Monet says, um, celebration face. Yes. Ephra says, what the, what is nuke? You don't know what nuke is? Nuclear. Judy says nuclear. Yes. That has nothing to do. Um, Roy says nothing to do with technology and their nukes better than ours. What in the, they have nukes that are basically can be undefeated and have serious boom. Y'all, this is stressful. This conversation is, this is, you're ruining my conversation right now. This is all terrible. I'm, I'm thinking about muting you for just like continuing this. Um, what about you? What, um, that's what you believe. Did you see the trucks they have in war so far? They are so far trucks, that's true. But that doesn't mean but they don't have power, though. It's what I believe. This is Google away. This is Google away. What in the world? Um, it's, there, it's not what I believe. Okay. It's literally so easy to find YouTube videos about. Yeah, there are a lot of YouTube videos. False information through nothing like that. We have people on base in Poland. Okay. What are y'all doing? This conversation has gone so, like, blah. I want to throw up. Um, Canali says, what are you eating? I'm eating some snacks, some sweet pan sweet plantains and some sweet peppers. Organic sweet peppers are delicious. Rita says, I'm out of here if all this nuke talk keeps up. Dang, I know Rita, I'm so over this. Um, that guy Royce says, Judy false. It's a whole documentary on it. Oh my gosh, Royce, stop. 
and nobody cares. Like if we get blown up, we get blown up. What are we gonna do about it? Just be scared and just like do oh, this is too much. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to like mute you. Um, Ephra says when you said it's not always about to be um, good to be smart, it will sometimes get you into trouble. That's very true. Um, Andrew, don't ask if you remember me. That's so annoying. Andrew, don't do that because I'll block you too. Ephra says, no. I see Ephra. Um, Dak, Roy says, I'm sorry, my friend, but it's the best to know than not to. Well, I'm telling you to, to stop it. You're just a messenger. No, you're just a fear monger. You're just a fear monger because none of this stuff is even out right now like that. So this is just like too much. So like pull it together and or get blocked or whatever. All right, cool. Seven says, hello from Kansas City, Missouri. Hey, Seven, good to see you. Cafe says, I like the hoodie. Thank you. It's on rockmore3.com. All right, now I can continue my snacks. Um, Andrew says, dang, chill. Don't block me, Rock Mercury. Well, don't ask silly questions. Like, do you remember me? Because that's so annoying to get into your conversation and keep it moving. I don't, you think I remember every little name and little picture I have on here? Like... Get with it. Um, Lion Light says, yo, I'm just wondering, where can I find your music? On every platform. Search Rock Mercury on every platform. I'm there. Ephra says, oh my goodness, I love you, funny vibes. Okay, thanks. Lion Light says, heard your songs are pretty good. Well, go check them out. They're everywhere on every platform. Every single streaming platform, I'm on there. Check them out. Ooh, now I can get to this, back to eating again. Shika says, how are you not eating right now? What do you mean how I'm not eating right now? I've been eating this whole time. Lion Light says, I got you, be right back. Cool. Um, Shika says, Sheik says, never mind. It's, I don't know. Rita says, I love those mini bells. They're so good. These mini bells are amazing and organic. I'm so happy for them. Judy says, I was telling that lady depressed to go to the beach and pick up seashells as a hobby. That's a great idea. That's a great idea for um for depression. It's a really good idea, Judy. I love picking up shells or rocks. Swipe says, what are you eating? I'm eating um, bell peppers and um, sweet plantains and just kind of snacking up is very good. Very, very good. Kylie Bless says, what's up, Rock? What are you eat getting into? I'm just talking about my day. I'm going to go see a movie tomorrow. So I'm going to snack a bit. Then I'm going to braid my hair up. Because i got to be out the house by like 10 a.m. I want to be even close to being late. There's nobody in the theater. Like I almost like bought the tickets tonight, but there's like an extra fee to buy them online, which is so crazy. I'm like, Why is there an extra fee? It's not like it costs them more to like process it online compared to in person. So I'm gonna go in person. Cause there was like all of the seats were empty. So I'm like, there's not even like any reason to buy it early. I'm just gonna go like right away. But I'm seeing a movie called Nope by Jordan Peele. Because I'm in the movie, possibly, allegedly. But um, I wanna see how many of my scenes made it to the final cup? 
So I'm gonna go to see it tomorrow. I didn't go to the movie premiere. I didn't want to. Deck, our voice says, I know you don't like the nuke talk, but you should never have a closed mind about anything. Don't you tell me what I should never have anything. You don't know how much I know. I know way more than you think I know. So I can have a closed mind about whatever I need to have. We're literally right here on TikTok Live. You're talking about nukes from a country who's an alliance with China who owns this, co this company that we're actually live on right now. So why would I talk about that? Like, it's not the place for that. Read the room, Royce. How about that? How about close your mouth so that you can understand the room you're in and the app that you're on before you, like, start saying, doing all this fear-mongering? How about that? Um, Judy says, Rita, okay, great. It's normal to feel down, but glad you're okay now. That's right. Cali Bless says, what movie? Called Nope. Andrew Canali says, Rock, you're in the movie. I saw it already. You did a very good job. What was I, what was I in the movie in? What was my character in? What was the outfit I was in? If, I, if you saw me in the movie, Andrew, don't you play me. It just came out. like It's literally airing right now as we're talking. Well, in, in California it is. Because at 10.30 that they did the first showing. Back in my day, when I was younger... They used to do um, the movie showings at midnight. But now they do it at 10, so, so that the people who work there don't have to wake, wait, uh, stay up so late. Swiper Life says, were you an extra in AK'd scenes? What are you talking about AK'd scenes? AKD scenes. What are you talking about? What's the extra? Um, okay. We have to respect his wishes. It's his platform. It's not, it's his TikTok's platform. They'll cut me off of here in a second. Judy, Rita said, Judy is seriously be there picking up shells every day if there was a beach nearby. That's such a good, like, picking shells are amazing. Are you getting money for it? Says Ice Wolf God. Um, that's none of your business. Um, Cali Bless says, Rock, wait, the name of the movie you're going to see. I said, nope. Um, Ephra says, oh boy. How's it going tonight, Cali Blessed? And out in the world. You're out there as a superhero. But the movie's literally called Nope. Um... Mel says, if you're in the movie, I'll watch it. Well, I want to go see it tomorrow to see if I should even promote it too much. Because if I'm not in it enough, then I don't want to promote it. Cody Bless says, Rock, I didn't catch the name of the movie. I literally said it too many times. It's nope. Um, Andrew says, I'm from Mass, and they showed it here. I would never play The Rock. Okay, what was my character then, Andrew? Cause I haven't seen it yet. And it was very secretive when I filmed it. It was very, very secretive. Oh, 
Frog, Denny. Um, so I don't even know what the movie's fully about. Even though I've worked on it so long, I have no idea that they kept it. They kept the whole plot and so many things secretive. Um, I would never play The Rock. Okay, Andrea, what do you want to know? You were in about five scenes. That That's about true. I mean, that's about right. I was in about five scenes, if I remember correctly. I worked there so long. Oh my gosh, you guys, I got sunburned from that too. They had us out in the sun forever. But it was good. It was, I had a great time. Like, I love Jordan Peele so much. Jordan Peele was my, like my favorite director I ever worked with. And I've been, I've been in Hollywood for over 10 years. I've done so many movies I can't count. But I love Jordan Peele. I loved him since Matt TV days. And I love the, the, the um, key, um, key and Peele show. I watched every episode multiple times. So it was an honor to work with him. If you really are honest, then thank you for telling me. Because I'm excited to see it tomorrow. Matinee. Um, that guy Royce says, it's hard for me. Wait, it says... Oh, Royce says, I do a lot of research, like deep research. I get that. It's hard for me to not talk about some th sometimes, no disrespect. I get that, but we're on TikTok right now, uh, owned by a country that is allied with who you're talking about. And we can't go into deep subjects about that because they're going to shut this whole live down. You need to understand what you're on. You can DM me something. I don't mind you DMing me articles and information. I know a lot of it already, but this stuff I didn't know, because maybe I didn't want to know it. Um, Cali Bless says, Rock, how did you get a role in the movie? By being a baddie. To be, to be, to be completely honest, the director, Jordan Peele, literally asked me by name. Um, literally. And I changed my schedule for like the last few days of filming because he wanted me to come in there. And I literally had to like cancel other projects just to go back. Um, before I left, he gave me a fist bump. He thanked me so much for being, for like really coming and being there. So I'm really happy. I'm really happy to um to see it. I'm really exci excited to see what happens in the movie. I, I really I have no idea. Like I can imagine working on a movie for so many for so many hours, so many days, weeks. I was there for weeks, and I still have no idea what the movie's about. <laughs> That's how secretive that they make kept it. I have no idea. I mean, I love Kiki Palmer. She's amazing. Great. To, I've worked with her before, though. Um, she was. She's always amazing. I'm really proud of her and happy for her. Um, all the actors are amazing. But I love Kiki the most because she's amazing. But I'm excited to see it. I've been able to I've been able to talk about it for months. Like I've been alluding to I did a movie, but I could never say which one it was in. And also, I was afraid that my parts would get cut out. I had a role name and everything. I should have went to the premiere. I had a friend that wanted to get me in, but I just didn't even like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Was that? A, I think. I think my family was like. I think I had a death in my family and I was just like really, well, I know I, had to, I know the premiere was recent. And I think that was, I was still like really struggling with the death of my, my, of my aunt. Like I'm still heartbroken by it. I don't think I even cared about going anywhere. But I'm sure Jordan Peele would have loved me to be there. 
Shout out to, Je to Jordan Peele. No, really, to be honest, like, if I do, if I never do another movie again, and that was my last experience with the movie, I don't be okay with it, because it was that, it was, I had that great of a time. I had an amazing time. And I was in character every day. It was hot outside, and I cared, my, my outfit was hot. But it was worth it. And Jordan Peele gave me direct acting, like, um, direction and tips and stuff. I can't believe he knew my name. I can't believe like he was like asked like it was just so bizarre. Like I kept I kept feeling like this is like my hero. I love Jordan Peele so much. I love the movie Get Out. I didn't see the movie Us only because it was too racially motivated and I was afraid that I would get triggered. I know it was gonna be a great movie. I'm gonna watch it at some point, but it was just too racially like I can't handle like I. I I'm around too many people of, you know, white people and stuff, and I just don't want to have any more resentment right now. <laughs> like, I'm already too triggered. And so that movie I couldn't do at the time, the movie called Us, because it was like a black black family moves into a neighborhood, and then they, um, like, the the white neighborhood, like, tries to kill them, I guess. It was it was a dark movie. Oh, boy, I can't do it. I couldn't do it. But aliens, I'm here for this. And my character was perfect for what I was like emotionally going through at the time. So I'm very honored to be in this movie. Andrew says, Rock, I'll be in Cali in a week. Do you think we can hang out? Andrew, I don't hang out with anyone, to be honest. I'm very, like, antisocial besides my three best friends that I have. One of them's in New York. Two of them are here in L.A. I'm meeting up with them this weekend. But I'm super, like, I'm not a social person outside of here. Um, but I can give you tips on where to go. If you're going to be in Los Angeles, you can DM me. I'll give you tips and stuff. But I'm very, like, to myself. Like, I, mm, I'm just not that kind of person. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm just being real. <laughs> um, let's see. A1 says, question mark. What is A1 saying? Hold on, you guys. I'm trying to read these questions on here. I don't know what those question marks are, too. Kali Bless says, nice. Congrats, Rock. Thank you, Kali Blessed. Kali Bless is a hero. Um, SK8 says, dope, yo. Thank you. Um, that guy voice says, in the trailer, they were saying it's about UFOs. I'm in the trailer. I'm in the trailer, too. I just didn't know how much more I was in the movie. But if you, like, I'm in the trailer. If you, like, really look, I'm there. I was so excited when I saw it. Because I saw it on the big screen on my big TV. And I'm like, oh, my God, there I am. I'm like, oh, it's crazy to see. Like, I was so thankful. I've been in a lot of movies, but I just, for this movie, really, like, it just, it's different for me. It's just special. Um, Cody Bless says, did he call you Rock? No, he knows my, he knows my, my brand name Rock, but he called me by my actors, my actual, my actual real name. Because I didn't want people to know, like, the Rock situation, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty explicit. Um... Royce says, don't mind, don't mind me. 
by aliens are real and they are not demons. But yeah, you're, that's true, Royce. That I'm okay with. We can talk about that. Royce, I'm okay with you talking about deep dive stuff like that. Um, but I don't want you in here talking about stuff that's like political because that's going to cause me issues with the app. But yes, UFOs are real. Absolutely real. And that's part of what I've seen that I can't unsee. And so it made me happy to be a part of the movie with UFOs. I'm hoping that this, I don't know, part from what I experienced in the movie, I don't know what it's all about, but like from what I experienced of being on set, they weren't the friendliest aliens. And I am often against the concept that people think that aliens or extraterrestrials are dangerous because if they were dangerous, they would have already taken us all out. And they are dangerous in certain aspects, but not like in the bigger picture of like world domination or like this is destroy the humans. Like, no, it's not like that. Like if they wanted to do that, they would have been done that already. It's, it's a different situation. And there's others, there's multiple species of them. So that's the one thing I was kind of iffy about with this movie. I don't know. I don't know yet. I have to watch it to see what the main premises is or the main, because they, they kept it tight. They kept it tight, tight. And I signed so much paperwork and I still didn't know. So Jordan Peele, I don't know how he had that many people around and nobody knew what was going on besides his main group of people. People, he had his best friend there working on set with him. Um, it was great. I had, a, I had an amazing time. I had an absolutely amazing time on set there. Like it's just every day I went was like a dream, a hot dream. So hot out there, oh my gosh, it was so hot. <laughs> mm. I'm remembering it, I'm having flashbacks to how hot it was. I feel like it's been so long, it's been like a year since I shot it. Not a full year, but like a long time it's been. Oh man. I'm happy it's finally out now. And I hope Andrew's right about me being in the movie five scenes. He says he's not playing with me, so if I go see it tomorrow and I don't see myself, I'm gonna be like, Wah! I'm eating bell peppers. Um, bells, peppers, and, and stinks. Uh, anyway, so like, let's talk about my walk today and the day. The day was really beautiful. The walk was gorgeous. The sun said was very unique, so I did a little video of it. I had to. Because the clouds were covering the sunset, and then the clouds lifted up a bit, and the sun came between the clouds and the mountains of the sunset, and I was like, oh, this is beautiful, and I caught it. Like the sun was just like, poking right between. It was so iconic. I filmed the whole thing. But it won't be as beautiful as in person, of course. But you'll see it. I'll post it on here. I think the video is like, I mean, how, how long is this video? Let me see. I literally just filmed it before I, when I was there. Um, the video is four minutes, four minutes long. So I'm going to show that to my TikTokers. I'll post it here so you can see the full sunset. I almost didn't film because I'm like, I just want some days I just like to go to the beach and not film anything and just be in the moment and meditate and stuff. And I meditated today and I was like, what do I really want? Oh. 
I know I can have everything, but what do I want first? I was just meditating in that space, and then when I saw this sunset, let me look at it right now. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's beautiful, oh my God, I'm so glad I caught this. Oh, it's so gorgeous. I got some birds too. Oh my gosh, you guys. It was beautiful. Yeah, I can't wait to share this with you guys. I'm gonna post it tonight. Um, oh, it was so gorgeous. I just love the beach. I, I don't even touch the water ever. I don't touch any of that water. Not because I'm black. People say, oh, you're black. Like, that's why you can't swim. Da, 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 da. By the way, talking about swimming, just a side note real quick. Apparently somebody, I don't know, I don't know too much about this story, but I know it's true because I saw the pictures. Um, someone got sucked under into a sinkhole in the pool. They, had, they were swimming in the pool and then a pool, a sinkhole opened up inside the pool and sucked the person in and they died. Like today. Rest in peace, whoever it is. It was too sad for me to read further into the story. But it happened. So for all those people who say, oh, the pool's safe. It's safer than the ocean. Now there's a sinkhole under it. Can you imagine just going on a nice little simple swim and the sinkhole opens in your pool? You probably think it's like a water effect or something. But no, it's just you getting sucked into the to hell, I guess. I mean, I guess that's what, that's what happens. I mean, I'm not saying the person went to hell, not that hell even exists, but like, are you serious? You're just gonna go ahead and get sucked into the earth? Under the pool? It's just so much. I feel bad for that person. My heart goes out to them. Oh my God, you guys, I'm so happy I got to work with Kiki Palmer again. I didn't work with her since the days of Two Jackson VP. It's been so long. Bryce says, I just watched the trailer. Which part are you in? Um, I'm in the part in the bleacher scene. Like where they're all like seeing the seeing the extraterrestrials. Or like they're looking up in the sky and stuff. Like I'm in that part. Um, Jav says, what's up, Mercury? Hope you had a good day today. I had a beautiful day. A beautiful day. Um, Bryce Speedy says, oh, I saw it now. Very cool. Your screen has to be very big to see me in that scene. Like, I'm in there, but, like, you have to, like, you have to have a big screen to see me clearly. Because when, when I look at my phone, it's hard to see me because it's, like, not as good, what do you call it, um, definition on the phone, but on the big screen, it's like high def, and I, I saw myself, I'm like, oh my God, there I am. Oh, I saw it, now very cool, I'll see it, oh, thank you. Um, for watching, I can't wait to see the movie tomorrow. Mm. It's funny, I said I couldn't stay awake to do it tonight, but I'm, I'm here on live right now, and the movie, the movie will be near over by now. I can handle being on live, because it's engaging, but, in person, like at a movie theater at night, like it's dark 
And it's just like you're watching this. I can't. I need to be rested. I have to be well rested. Mm. Kiki Palmer is like one of the best actresses ever, by the way. And she's been the hardest working. And we used to work on True Jackson VP, which is her show for, for Nickelodeon. She was always just the kindest. Like we used to chat and stuff and talk behind the scenes. And I love Kiki Palmer. Like, I just think she's such a, like, I, I want to say underrated, but she's not really underrated because she gets jobs. She works all the time. She's not in drama, which is why she's not, like, in salacious hot tea or anything. But Kiki Palmer is everything. Andrew, I said that I don't hang. I'm too antisocial. I know you're saying that you'll be in. You said you'll be in Cali in a week. Can we hang out? I don't hang out with anybody but my best friends. I'm very antisocial, very much so. The most social I am is on this app. I'm very specific. Even when I go out to the park, to like to the beach and stuff, I don't talk to anyone. I talk to the people who I check out with, you know, like the, at the grocery store and stuff. I chat with them, like small talk. But I do not talk. I don't like ever make plans and say, oh, we're going to hang out. If one person tried to do that, he was like security guard that I literally nodded at. I was like, nodded, like, hey, what's up? Um, just in passing, because he caught his eye as I was looking around at the beach. And he was like, hey, when I get off work, can you show me around here and stuff? Da, da, da. And I'm like, I do this walk for my, for my uh, mental clarity. I'm, I love being alone. He asked for my number and I gave him my Instagram. I'm like, you check my Instagram out. Because that's public. But I don't want anybody on my number. Like, the only people who have my number are my best friends, my family. That's it. And I have business people who know my number, but I filter all those calls through my assistant. So. I'm very like, I'm very like people, like my clients, they have to pay like a hundred. Well, it used to be $150 per, um, per 30 minutes to talk with me. Now it's more, but wait, is it still 150? Let me see. I forget. Cause I just get, whenever I have the meetings, I just come on my schedule. Don't forget what the prices are now. Oh, it's still 150. They're 150 or 30 minutes. Because I'm a pro. So I'll try to like clear my mind out. I clear my mind when I'm not working. I like to like not talk to anyone. I like to just be in my zone. Because I, I get so much demanded from me every day. Especially when it comes to branding, production, you know? Andrew says, no way you make people pay $150 for people to talk to you. Yeah, they do. Professionally. Why is that no way? You, you pay your lawyer that much money or more. Yeah, I mean, I, I provide professional service. You know, it's consultations with their branding. I bring them lots of money. People make millions off of me. I give them real things that are going to help them and their company. And then my company actually helps them. And then we charge even more for that. So that's saying, but that's my business. I do that all day. 
I'm only on here to eat with you guys. But the rest of my day, I'm working, doing calls, working with my assistants, my team, planning shoots. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. That's why I'm so quiet and on my own when I go on my walks and stuff. Just so that I can, like, recharge myself. And I'm very real about my time. I'm not a social person. Like I said, I only have three best friends. And that's the only people who I even pick up the phone for. And my mom. And my sisters. My two sisters. Who else? My grandmother, of course. Well, that's about it. Spicy. Were you eating a burger this morning? Says Love a Geek. Um, yeah, I was eating a delicious burger. A $22 burger. <laughs> I didn't pay that. I did not pay that. I paid like a fraction of that price because I have a deal with DoorDash. Go to rockmcgree.com slash partners and get your discount on your order of DoorDash today. Yeah. rockmcgree.com slash partners. But that was a good burger. When they offered me that, I'm like, ooh, I'm getting that. I thought you want to get partners that, like, we're actually going to use, you know? DoorDash has treated me very well over the years. That's why I have so many videos where I'm eating food from places. I paid, like, so little compared to that. But, I mean, even if you bought it, buy it, like, you know, they still have good deals. Even if you don't have a deal like me. Like, I work for it, technically. I'm doing a video, I'm promoting, I promote them. They're on my website. So, I deserve it, but still. Joff says, what's your skin routine? Like, it's glowing. Water, healthy foods, no sugars and stuff like that, um, and divorce. Or being single. I hope that my next relationship, and talking about that, I, I, I want to talk about what, like, kind of what I was meditating on today. Because I want, there's, this, there's the three main things that I want going forward to want to continue building. Like, I'm getting, I'm going to have them all, but I want to know when I want these things. The order of when you get these things is very important to how you maintain them. Um, you know what? Before I say that, I do what I'm thinking. I want, I want to, like right now, I have that consultation only on my business site for my branding company, but I feel like I should add that to my Rock Mercury site too. Like I should do like life coaching or something. People want to chat about life, like I should have like a fee there for that. Cause I'll be down for it if I get paid enough. I don't know if 150 is enough. I think I should raise that price up. At 30 minutes of my life, like that's a lot of time for me to be focused and I give you good I, I really listen and I make sure that I'm like giving you the best value for it like I'm not I don't play with people and their money and their time I do not play so I want to make sure that you feel like you're satisfied afterwards Monet says What do Trader Joe's steal 
sell because they don't have one in Chicago. <gasps> no, Monet. Monet, they don't have a Trader Joe's in Chicago? What? That's crazy. That's crazy that they don't have a Trader Joe's in Chicago. I was in Chicago, but I didn't, I didn't think about Trader Joe's when I was there. Cause I was just like, we were, we were on a trip. And so I wasn't like shopping to like, you know, we were at a hotel. Um, that's so weird. There's so many, they're in New York. But you know what, they, they, they haven't been in New York that long. Well, they've been there long enough now, but like back when, I remember when they first got there in New York, people were excited. People were like lining up around the block to get in there for real. It was crazy. But they have a lot of things. They have a lot of things at Trader Joe's. Like I would suggest going to the Google because they have they have everything. It's a full grocery store, but they have a lot of items that are their own brand. The Trader Joe's brand, and it's like you only get it there, and it tastes so good. Like some of their some of their like frozen meals, they have frozen food, um, cookies and granolas, and um, of course they have a meat section and cheese. But it's just all like really good stuff. Yeah, like I really love Trader Joe's and good prices. Um, Andrew says, Rock, have you ever tried rice cakes with peanut butter from Trader Joe's? Um, they do sell rice cakes there. I don't eat peanut butter. I eat almond butter sometimes. I like walnut butter the most. And Brazil butter is, is supreme. But I say almond butter the most because a lot of places don't have Brazil butter. You got to make it yourself. Um... But if I if people made Brazil Brazil nut butter, then that'd be my favorite. But I have to make it myself, so it's like I can't put that as number one. Walnut butter is really good. Kimani said divorce. Yeah, divorce really helped me. If you're in a toxic situation, but if you're in a loving situation, maybe your relationship helps you glow more. You know. I'm not bitter. Like, my situation was very stressful and abusive. And so it broke me out more. And I got sicker while I was in my relationship. But when I got divorced, my skin cleared up more. I have more energy, more life force. Um, things are better. Um, Andrew says, Rock, do you ever see dirt bikes on the street in Cali? Like the motor dirt bikes, I used to do the um, the unmotored ones. I used to ride dirt bikes and mountain bikes down the... I guess dirt bikes are the motored ones, because the mountain bikes are the one I used to ride through like the hills of, of California. I would never do that again. Never. It's too dangerous. I don't know why I did it back then. I was, I was like a teenager riding mountain bikes down very steep cliffs. Um, not steep like that. Not like that kind of cliff, but like at least like like that. Like, this is flat land, and this is how steep. Like, it was like at a pretty good angle. There's a pretty steep angle in these in these cliffs. And for some reason, I decided with my uncle that we were going to be... I was going to follow his steps and go and do all this mountain biking, risking my life. I'm glad I didn't get paralyzed. So dangerous. I would never do that again in my life. That's craziness. I have no idea why I did that. Looking back. It wasn't even that fun. It was terrifying. But yeah, I see dirt bikes all the time out here. People love riding them and being all loud. 
hate them. Um, Jay says, hey, Jay says Trader Joe's blueberry bagels are the absolute best. Trader Joe's does have, have an amazing selection of bagels. Oh my God, this is Trader Joe's commercial. Trader Joe's loves me though, because I do so many videos with their food. They're like, we watch your videos. Oh my gosh, Chanel. <laughs> Chanel says, what are your pronouns? My pronouns are who and where. I, I was born visible, but now I choose to be invisible. So my pronouns are who and where. Mm. I saw that as a meme. I, I didn't make that up. I saw that as a meme. It was hilarious. Skillum sent me roses. Thank you for the roses. Slug slime in the house. Hey, slug slime. Mm, I'm eating olives. Okay, so I'm gonna discuss this one part of my day. Well, first I wanna talk about what I was meditating on. I was like, these are the things I want, but I, don't, I have to figure out which order I want them in. Cause I know I'm gonna get them all. I want wealth, power, and love. Real love this time. Real love. Hold on. Kimani says, you ever been to Jamaica? No, my mom's been to Jamaica, but not me. My mom loved Jamaica. I would go if I could go by boat. I'm not going by plane. I don't do planes anymore. I hope I don't get in the whirlpool as I'm, as I'm on a yacht to get there. Not just a boat, boy. I need a yacht. I need a nice, comfortable yacht. It doesn't have to be too big, but just big enough for me to be comfortable with my own room and bathroom and a, a whole crew. That's all I'm asking for. And Wi-Fi. I want satellite link Wi-Fi. All right. Starlink from Tesla. Elon Musk. Um, okay, so wealth, power, and love. It was, that's what it came down to. First, it was wealth, fame, and love. I'm like, I don't really care about fame that much, but the benefit of fame is power. There's power to fame. Not all, famous, not all famous people are powerful, but the fame that I wanted is power. Not world-dominating power. There's enough power to secure certain situations. You know, there's still certain things in life you can't buy. That power can get you. So, the order that I wanted them in, cause like, do I want love first? I'm so happy being single, I don't know. I don't think I want that, I don't need love. I don't really need love, by the way. I was like, but don't you want to have, but I thought, like, don't you want to have love before you get the wealth and power? Or, like, the level of wealth that I want to get to? Because, yeah, I mean, I'm doing well now, but I want to be to at the billionaire, trillionaire, like, kind of levels. Like, I just want that. Why not? It's, it's my one life to live. You know, I only have, like, that the average person lives to, like, 80-something or maybe 70, late 70s. So, I'm 31 now. Uh, I mean, it's not that much time. That's not that much time. What about 40 more years? Um, 45 more years or so? Like, it's not, depending, like, you know, it's not that much time. And so, I want to be, I just want to have it in that time. Like, why not be a billionaire in this time? I'm okay with dying. I'm not afraid of dying. I just don't want to, like, like, not get what I want while I'm here. Um, so, I'm like, wealth, power, and love. So, I thought, like, if you get love at the beginning, then you know the person's really with you for 
the real reasons, you know, that you know you can trust them because they've been with you when you had nothing. But I don't, I don't have nothing, though. So I guess I can't do, like, that doesn't matter because I am who I am already. Um, and then I was like, well, I guess it makes more sense to have the wealth and power first so that you can market yourself to more options and get the best option for your love partner. Because I don't want one. I don't want to do dating anymore. I don't want to, like, have a whole bunch of parties. I don't want an open relationship again. I'll never do an open relationship ever again in my life. That was a trash idea. I only did it because my ex kept cheating on me so much that it was the only option that I could could do to even make it justified to even stay together. I would never do it again, though. Um, so I want, like, monogamous, beautiful situation that... I don't have to really love, love the person like that. Like, I just need to, like, have a good partner, you know? But I put love here because I think... I don't know. Maybe it, is, maybe it should be love. It should be, like, a loving. Like, otherwise, what's the point? You know? I don't know. I, I, can't be, I can't be jaded from love, so I put love on here. I thought about removing it and putting something else. Like, maybe, like, partnership or companion... Companionship. Wealth, power, and companionship. That sounds better than love. Love, power, and loyalty. There we go. I'm gonna change love to loyalty because I don't really know. I don't think. I don't think I can be in love again. I don't think I have that in me. I don't think I even want that. I think love is like a foolish game. It's a losing game. So I'm gonna put wealth, power, and loyalty. There we go. That's what I want. Um. So. I think that it's good to have the wealth and power first so that you can see how they handle it because then everything is under a microscope and if they can't handle the heat because sometimes you can have that partner first and then as you get more wealth and power they feel too like affected by the media and whatever goes on like you know in your life because your life is fast moving so if they know what they're getting into from day one then they probably will stay longer that'll be a real loyal companion also, I don't really have time for anybody while I'm on my on my um my journey to wealth and power. Emily says, "Have you been in a bad relationship?" Yes, I've been in four terrible relationships, but the last one was the worst. So abusive and terrible. So I'm being very conscious about how I approach my next situation. Um, which one of these I'm going to enter in first? Like I said, I'm sure that I can have everything I want. I have no doubt about that. But the order in which you have things can vastly cha and change your enjoyment of how you have it. So that's what I came up came up with so far. I think that's the order. Wealth, power, and loyalty last. Um, I'm going to work on my wealth first. Because it, it gives you focus. It's hard to grab them all at the same time. It's too many powerful things, like too many staples in life to grab at all at once. Some people can do it. I don't I don't see how it's possible. It's like for the levels I want, you have to level up to even get these things. Like, I don't want just anybody. I don't want just anybody. Like I'm so picky at this point. Like I'm even with my energy and time, I can't. Like I can't play. Like I, like how I was how I said to that person, like, oh, can we hang out? Like I say that to people who I even know. You may be online and you may think, oh, this person, like, they're mean for not wanting to hang out with this person. I, my, my time is valuable. And I only spend it with who I know already, who I want to spend it with, or who's paying me enough money to 
make it reasonable for me to spend that 30 minutes with them on the phone or on the phone, whatever. Or this, where I get to spend it live because I like being alive, eating my snacks, chatting. You know, this is fun to me. This is entertaining to me. I'm eating Trader Joe's snacks right now. Emily says you should be picky. Yeah, I really agree with that. I really agree. I wasn't picky before, and then I ended up with the worst situation. The crazy part about it is that when I wasn't picky before, I was around like billionaires, situations like very big people who were all for me, but I wasn't interested in them. I saw myself in a certain kind of person and they ended up being broke, dusty, and abusive. And so I wasn't valuing my time at, the at that point. I didn't think I was worthy or something, I guess. Cause I ended up with like a lot of my, there was, let me think of it, three, mm, all four of my racist, all, sorry, all four of my exes were racist. All four of them. The last one was the most racist, but they all were racist in a way. I didn't catch that at first. Racism is a very tricky thing to really catch because people don't want to say they're racist. But when you live with somebody and when you're like around them enough and you start catching things and start seeing what their real intentions are, I was like, whoa. I don't believe that all people are racist. I think somehow I like, I like allowed these racist people to like be in my life or something. It's like, it's like they were, they were available or something. And I was like, I accepted them for some reason. But they pushed themselves into my life. I was like, oh, sure. This must be what love's like, you know? I think I must have had some self-hatred at that point. Because four racist people? I'm not even racist. So I was like, how did I end up with four of them? Usually you attract what you are. But I think that, like... I, just, I was just allowing, I was just like allowing whatever was around, whatever wanted, whoever wanted me or whatever at the time. But I would never do that again. I'm so picky at this point. I can smell a racist immediately. That's also why I don't talk to people too much. Because all I want to start off like, oh, hi, how's it going? I'm, I'm not a smiley person. Somebody, this lady smiled at me today with her dog. She was like, ah. And I was like, nod at her. Okay. I don't know you. All that smiling stuff is like, can be manipulative. You can try to tie me into some conversation that I don't want to be in. I don't know these people. You know, I like the, I'm here for the beach. I'm here for the shopping. There's great shopping there. There's great restaurants. You know, I'm here for that. I'm not mean. I'm just like, I'm neutral. I'm neutral until I know the person. When I know the person, I open up. Cause I, cause I can, but I don't even have any room for new friends anymore. And I realized that like, I don't, I don't have any want for that. The only other person I'm letting in my life is my next partner. I'm so blessed to have the people, the relationships, the relationships that I have. I've been in a time in my life where I had a whole bunch of random friends that I met on set and all these people who I used to hang out with every now and then. And you just realize like the people aren't there for you. When I was getting abused and my whole life was being torn apart, those people weren't there for me. Those people didn't care about me. I could have died and they wouldn't, they wouldn't have been at my funeral. 
So why should I value those people? Why should I even care? You know? Emily says, it really shouldn't matter, the race. You must be careful who you talk with. Exactly. Exactly. I was fine. Like, I'm, I'm not racist at all. So I didn't, I didn't catch the racism. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't aware of, like, that a person who wanted to date me or be married to me could be racist. Like, I thought that was impossible. Like, because to me, like, if I was racist towards someone, there's no way in the world I'm going to marry them. Are you serious? That's crazy to marry somebody. Like, what? Are you, like, are you, are you going to date them at all? Like, why would I want to be around somebody I'm racist towards? Ooh, gosh, I'm sorry. But, like, I didn't understand the twisted nature of these kind of people who just feel that way. But I learned. I learned a lot. I learned a lot through a lot of pain. Well, that's why I'm being very methodical about my next move. So, wealth, power, and loyalty is what I'm after. My goals. I know how to get the wealth. I'm already already have wealth. Already have power. And I already have loyalty within myself and within my close friends. So now I want to nourish that and water those plants in that order so I can get the next level of each one. So it's not like I need to find these things. I have them. But I need to nourish them so that they can fruit into a new food and blossom into, you know, the level that I would like it to be at while I'm still alive for my next 40 years on earth. Maybe more, depending on how science goes. Um, but yeah, so I got to that, I got to that moment. I went out into the pier at nighttime at Manhattan Beach Pier and I looked out into the ocean. It was nothing but blackness out there. You can't see anything in front of you. And I love that. You hear the waves under you, but it's like a calm wave. It's not like the wave on the, on the shore. The wave on the shore is so loud, but in this part, it's just a calm area. And of course, it's most crowded where it's the most loudest. All the, the, the crashing waves on the, on the beach. Beautiful beach. It's probably the best beach I've ever seen in my life. Um, like, it's just, I've been to a lot of beaches, but the Manhattan Beach is just so perfect perfection. Even though I would never get in the water, but you know what I mean. Like, it's just very, like, beautiful. Um, but then the calmness is out, like, a little further out, and nobody's out there in that calmness. Nobody wades in that water. You know, that's for the rarity. Those are the rare people who can exist within the calmness and the silence and the darkness of that space. Everybody wants to run and like, oh my God, the wave. Oh, look at this wave. We ride the wave. But there's no waves when you're out there in the section where I'm at. Because the pier goes all the way out and you can just feel this calm and serenity. It was beautiful. And that's where I like came to the, to, came to like the fruition that those are the three things that I'm going towards or that, that I'm watering and I got to pick which ones I want to water at which time and which goals I want. I know, like I, I have no doubt. It's not about trying to convince myself. I, I deserve it. I can get it. I can get it. No, I've already been through that at this point. I get it. I can have it, but how do I want it now? Now I'm deciding how I'm going to designing this. I'm designing my future and my reality. Um, let's see. Really? Um, em Emily says, you are right. It is, it is in you, just cultivate it. That's right, I'm cultivating it and growing it more. I love that, cultivate. Emily says, where are you, what beach? Los Angeles, and it's Manhattan Beach. The most gorgeous beach ever. I feel it's so gorgeous. The most gorgeous usable beach. The most my favorite beach ever is Palos Verdes, which is very near. There you can see Palos Verdes from Manhattan Beach. But like, as far as a usable beach where there's sand and you can like sit out on the sand with, you know, 
there's shopping and it's just beautiful and clean. Um, Manhattan Beach is that beach. She's that girl. She's that girl. Um, so that's what I came up with. And then I was like just following my intuition and walking. Um, Cause I'm going to meet up with some friends who like one, one, of, my, one of the people, um, one somebody I know is having a baby. And so I, I wanted to get her a gift. Um, so I, I something told me to go to this antique store and it wasn't open today, but I went to the window so I can see if it, if it was even something I would want. And I saw some pieces, like some jewelry and something that I thought would be really cool for a baby shower gift, something that, that they would keep forever. You know, cause you can, you can get, you can buy baby something, but then over time they're going to outgrow it. But jewelry, certain kinds of jewelries and pendants cannot be outgrown unless, unless they lose it, but hopefully they don't lose it. I'm going to like... It's gonna be very special. I'm gonna go again tomorrow to the beach after I go see the movie. And I'm gonna see if I can find something at that store that I want to um, to gift to this person. She's a very important person. I don't wanna talk about it right now, but she's like, she's very important. She's, yeah. She's the sister of if I was cousin, I'd have three best friends. I had four before one took their life. And she's the sister of that person. And I want to support her. I want to give her something special. And so the universe told me to go to this specific store. Specific store. It's called Star Antiques. It's a beautiful place on Hermosa Beach. And I want to see what I can find there that's going to resonate that the baby's gonna keep through their life. Something very special. Something very, very special. Um, but yeah. What was I gonna say? Oh, so then I was walking back and it's all follow my intuition after that. Oh, wow, the beautiful walk on Hermosa. Then I got to Man Beach, and I was, like, crossing the street to get to my car. And this man behind me is sitting on, is sitting on like, um, he's sitting on, like, one of the planters in front of the, um, in front of the shopping area that I go to. Really nice area. And he's, like, he's, like, hey, yo, are you, are you on the streets? On the streets? I'm, like, excuse me? Like, on the streets? I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, are you, you know, do you, are you are you on the streets? Like, I'm not, like, like homeless, whatever. I'm like, how dare you? I look amazing, by the way. Like, I look, I have this sweater on. I have my pants that are over $200 shorts. Um, I have my shoes from Nordstrom's. And, like, I, I'm like, how dare you, you know? But then I realized that he was homeless. And he was trying to be nice. And he was drunk. And so he probably didn't see how glamorous I looked. Um, so I didn't, I couldn't be offended at him, but I'm like, <laughs> the chances of that, cause people on here on TikTok, they on TikTok, they come on here saying, Oh, you look homeless. You look homeless. Doo -doo -doo. You know, they all say that dumb stuff. Um, so it was crazy to hear that from an actual homeless person that was happened to be drunk on the street, but he was nice. He said like, he was like, Oh, he was like, he was like, Oh, sorry, man. I'm like, no worries. Like, are you homeless? And he's like, he's like, yeah. I said, you're on the streets. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm out here. He was like, I was going to offer you a drink. I'd like to share my drink with people. 
I was like, oh, that's very sweet of you. That's very kind. He's like, yeah. So I thought he meant like a soda or some drink, but then he, he like pulled out this tequila bottle, like a, a nice tequila bottle too. I'm like, wait, how are you homeless with this expensive tequila bottle? I'm like, oh, that's why you're homeless. Um, so he was like, yeah, I'd like to share drinks to people and, you know, like, and chat, you know, I'd like to be kind to people. I'd like to be kind. I'd like to be really, he kept saying it, like, I'd like to be kind. And he was like this, white blonde dude looked, looked like this a regular beach person um i could tell that he was a little like you know tipsy but like he was he was um aware like he was talking very clear um and but i was like that's it's interesting as i was I like in that moment even when he said it i'm like wait you're saying you want to be kind to people and offer a drink and that seems sweet at first but in, in reality, that's kind of dark because it's like the drinking is obviously what has him on the streets. Like, it's got him blocked from wanting to do anything else. Like, drinking is a is a spirit. They call it, they don't call it spirits for no reason. Um, so it's almost like he's like, oh, I'm being kind. I'm just like wanting to sit and drink with people. Like, he asked me to sit, take a seat. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. Thank you. I'm going across the street. I appreciate you. Thanks. You know, just kept it real simple. Um, I wouldn't have said anything to him, but I wasn't sure. Like, he, I was with only him and I on that block. So... When he said it, he was like, so he sounded kind. He's like a nice person. Um, but it just shows you that even like kindness can lead you down astray. You know, kindness can, like, like I said, let's say you're like, oh, I'll be kind. I'll sit here and have a drink with this guy. Like he's there because of that alcohol for no doubt. Like he may have other things going on in his life. That's fine too. But that alcohol blocks you. And, and I've seen it because my ex was involved. My ex was was alcoholic. Um, I've had business partners that were that. I've had other people. I've seen the dangers of alcoholism. Like my grandfather died of it. You know, like I've seen it over and over again. Um, I don't even like alcohol at all. I'm not, it's not. I'm not a fan of it. Um, I just. I saw like it was. I don't know, I saw the message of it. Like, it was, I wasn't offended. Like, at first I was offended because I thought he wasn't homeless. So I was, like, I was kind of offended at first. Because I was like, wait, is this person telling me I look homeless? Are you serious? On the street? Um, and then when I realized that he was, like, you know, unsheltered, then, I, of course, I immediately wasn't offended anymore. But, you know, I was just interested in hearing what he had to say. But he was, like, asking me to sit down with him and talk and chat with him. And something told me to walk that way. But something also, something also told me to walk away after he told me to sit down with them. Not that he was dangerous, but more of that energy of being stuck in a place, like, of being stuck in that kind of space, that type of mental space. Like, he wanted that com- the company, I guess. Um, but, you know, he was a victim of, not a, a willing victim of that spirit of tequila or whatever he was drinking. I'm sure it was tequila because I saw the bottle. But um, it... It was just interesting. It didn't break my heart. I wasn't like sad for him or sorry for him. Like if I had some cash on me, I probably would have gave it to him. Just well, I don't know if I would give it to him. Cause I feel like he would have went to buy more alcohol. Um, I don't know. I think I think it happened exactly how it's supposed to happen. And he didn't ask me for any money either. He was just like he said he was trying to be kind. But I, and I think his heart was kind. Like I think he in his head he thought that was a kind thing to do. But he wasn't making the association that what he's doing. Is keeping him on that stoop. It's keeping him like unsheltered out on the streets. It's keeping him in this space. Like he seems like a, like he said. Like he said the world is so harsh right now. It's so wonkers, and he literally he said wonkers is the word he used. 
but the world is so wonkers right now. So I try to be kind to people. I try to be kind, you know. Kindness is what we need. We just need kindness. And I don't know, it just really opened my eyes to the deception of the word kindness for certain situations. So it was just a very interesting moment. Like I just like I was supposed to experience that. Like if I if I walked the way I usually walk, I would not have seen this person at all. Something told me to turn right instead of left. Um, that's how I got that moment happening. Um, his back was to me. His back was to me when I first walked up, so I didn't even see his face. Like, I thought he was just going shopping or something. He had some grocery bags. Like he was just waiting for somebody or just like, you know, I didn't even know who he was. I was, I was minding my own business, walking to my car. Um... So it's like it was he he wanted that interaction and I part of me wonders what he would have said if I would have sat down what the conversation would have been. But honestly not. Like there's not too far that kind of conversation can go. You know, he's stuck in this other space. He's looped, like alcohol loops you into something like that. And I remember there'd be times I would stay up all night listening to my ex husband, like who's an alcoholic to the T. He would drink so much alcohol every day. And he would just like ramble on for so long about nothing and you would think it means something in the moment but he wouldn't even barely remember the next day so it's like what is this like what are these you know like this your time gets sucked in especially when you love somebody you're just thinking like oh you know i want to be fair i want to be kind but i don't know i don't know what kind of energy i want to be around and i have to be so and like i have to be so in my space for that you know i guess certain people certain people can be in situations from unfortunate but when you start taking the bottle and start like depending on the bottle that's a choice that can be a choice that's a choice at that point i don't want to be involved in that i have no issue saying no I felt not bad at all. I said, no thanks, bye. The light turned green. Oh, you know, not the light turned green, but you know the walking symbol turned on, so it was time for me to walk away. And I did. Um, Andrew says, Rock, do you like goldfish to snack? Absolutely not. I used to love it when I was a kid, but no, that's a trash snack. And then Andrew says, Rock, do you like French onion dip? I used to love French onion dip, but again, that's it's like too much dairy in it these days and too much salt. I don't eat that anymore. But I used to love that flavor. I'm sure there's gotta be some way to make a vegan French onion dip that I could eat. Judy says, lots of intelligent people are homeless in LA, mainly due to losing all to gambling. Well, I agree with it. There's a lot, like this man, I can tell he had like some, um, like, he probably was, like, an amazing artist or something, or he had something that was special about him, I can tell. But he was choosing this lifestyle. Um, his idea of kindness was dragging other people to his hell. Do a drink. Do something innocent as a drink. Have a drink. Try some of my poison, you know? Meanwhile, I just walked across, walked by so many different um, bars and, and um, 
you know, different bars and restaurants on the way up to that area. And they were all drinking from wine bottles and different, you know, different shot glasses and having a nice, you know, nightcap, all that kind of stuff. Same drinks that he was drinking, but like, you know, of course, theirs are prepared more fancily. They weren't obsessed by it, but they were still paying money for it more than he paid for that bottle, I'm sure. For one drink, they paid for He got a whole bottle for the same price, I'm sure. Um, but I saw, I just saw it in a different light this time. Like, I saw how, like, that's his, you know, love language in a way. And his love language has ended him up on the street with nothing. Reaching out for connection. Talking to strangers about connection. Projecting his homelessness onto glamorous people like me. Who would not look homeless. I was throwing the white thought I was homeless. Um, well, like I said, he was drunk, so. Hollywood seemed fuzzy. Cause I look good. <laughs> I'm sure my beard, my beard and long hair. And me walking alone. It honestly, it honestly made me think that, like, oh, I bet some of these other people think I'm homeless then. For him to just ask that kind of question. But, whatever. I have a home, other homes, multiple cars, wealthy, living my life. It didn't matter that way, but this is an interesting moment. Interesting to be in that position. Interesting to like to experience that today. I knew there was a message within it. I think that message is like sometimes people's love language can be toxicity. Somebody who decided to sit with him and take that drink with him could have ended up in a spiral. Could have ended up in a codependency with this person trying to save him. Could have ended up, you know, relapsing if they if they were off of their alcohol, their addiction. They they got it better, but now they're sitting here with with oh one drink on her. Now they're back on alcohol. That can happen. But he didn't recognize that that's what's keeping him there. And I didn't tell him. You know, that wasn't my space to tell him that he wasn't open to it. I can tell he was not open to that to me saying. You know, maybe you should stop drinking. You know? That would be a lovely thing to say. But I don't know this person. You didn't ask me for my opinion. And I hate when people give me opinions I didn't ask for. Why would I do that to him? Baby man boy's here, says I'm back. Hey, baby man boy. Emily says, you have to smile and keep moving. There are some terrible people in this world. Yeah, he wasn't terrible, he just was mis, he was like a lost soul kind of situation. I can tell he was like looking for connection and like that he was, um, but for all I know he could have been, for all I know he could have been like, oh, take this drink and then I could have been messed up and he could have like taken me into a van somewhere. I don't know. Crazy things happen.
Can't trust, can't really trust anyone. Or he seemed genuine. But so did my ex when I first met him. It's not always just, it's not always like it seems. Hot Cheetos says I accidentally diarrheaed my girl's bed. Why are you telling me that? That's disgusting. Emily says being too kind can get you in trouble. That is very true. And I think that's the big message. Being too kind can get you in trouble for real. If I can't, if I was more like in my head and like, oh, I don't want to think bad of me or what do people walk by and they'd see me turn this guy down for a drink. He's being so nice. Da, da, da. If, I, if I was in my head, then I could have been in this. I could have still been there right now talking to this person. You know, all kind of, you know, it doesn't, there's so many things that can happen, like from, if when you're in your head, but I'm in that moment. Thankfully, it took a while to get here, but I'm in that present moment. I'm like, hmm, no, thank you. I know exactly what I want. I'm not care what anybody says or thinks about anything. And I'm, I was very aware of everything he was saying. And he was dialoguing back. And the only reason I even was talking to him was because the light had the red symbol for the hand stopping. Like it, it was time, it wasn't time to cross yet. And the second it turned to cross, that's when he, he offered me to sit down and have a moment with him. And I said, my light's green, but thank you, have a good night. Bye, and I walked away. And he waved at me and said, thanks, bye. Um, and it was just, I don't know, it was just, it was that moment like that, those, it's those moments that can change a lot of things. Those little moments can shift your whole world. And it seems small, but every moment can affect everything. That's just a fact. DCG Shun says, what are you eating? Do you have any kids? Um, I'm eating sweet plantains with delicious dips. I do not have any kids. I have no desire to have any kids. Um, only way I'll have kids is if my, um, if my bestie ever needs, you know, a donor. That's the only reason I would ever have kids. Girl Savage says you should get dreads. I'm not interested in dreads at all. If I wanted them, I would have them. Girl Savage says I'm eating crawfish full now. Oh my gosh, I used to eat crawfish back in the day with corn and potatoes in Texas before I went vegan. I used to eat a lot of that because my neighbors used to make a big old pot of it with all the Cajun sauces and stuff. They were really nice neighbors. I liked them a lot. Um... They're more like family, those are neighbors. Um, yeah, they used to be good. Oh my God, they used to, I used to eat so many crawfish. Whew. I would eat so many of them, that's so crazy. I remember having, having flashbacks right now. All right, I think I'm full on this. One more chip and I'm done. I'm gonna start braiding my hair. So, if anybody's hearing this and they're in a situation, because even my grandmother, I was with her 
at Costco. And they came out the door. And this homeless man, that was the same one that was out there before when I came in, he was asking for money from people. Walking up to people saying, do you have a dollar, you have this, you have any money you can give, da da da. You know, trying to get people involved in his story. And I was like, good on that. And then she, I ignored it. I keep, I ignore and keep walking. That's usually how I do. Um, but she was like more engaged and like, what'd you say? Oh, this or that. And I was like, grandma, you can't like get into their story. Like you're just going to get caught into whatever chaos that they're living within. She was like, well, you never know if somebody really needs something at times. Like sometimes people are out, out on their out and stuff. I'm like, I get you, but like this person is, um, wait, well, I got the wrong one on there. That's why I wouldn't go on. I said, this person has been out here and it is getting anybody's like extra change that they got from, you know, buying stuff at Costco if they bought cash. Like pressuring people into, into giving money. I'm like, you can just ignore and keep walking. But she gives them the time of day and stuff, I guess, because she, she feels like that could be her or her brothers or something. And I get that. But in my opinion, like, like there's, there's places, like, if you're going to be homeless and begging for something, you got to give something, you got to offer something. Like, you got to be out there dancing, juggling, offering to help people to their car, like, walk their baskets and help them unload their baskets or something. Like, you gotta offer something. Like, I just don't understand, like, there's people who just want money from nothing. Like, we all work so hard for our money. Not all of us. Some people just get it from family money or whatever. But a lot of us, like, we, you know, it takes a lot to to get anything. And so even if you don't have anything at that moment, you can still, um, you can still offer your service as a person you know, dance, sing, support somehow, wash some windows, I don't know, anything, sell something, buy something for cheaper and sell it, sell some cold water, I don't know, I just don't understand, like, I wouldn't be out there begging people for something if I can offer something, and no matter what, even if I have nothing to my name, I can still get out there and dance or do something, I just don't get it, it's not something that, I do get it, I don't want to say that because then I'm, I'm going to end up drawing to myself. Um, but I just, like, I don't know. I feel like that's, like, I would offer something, some kind of service. People are like, this money isn't free. These people don't, don't just have money just growing out of everywhere. Like, they work for that. Like, why do you get their money that they work for just by asking for it and begging for it? No service? They get nothing and it's throw your money because of pity? Just pity alone? So crazy. Um, I don't know, you guys. Life's about choices, says Emily. Girl Sweat Savage says, yes, they're so good. Emily says, let me see the bag. I might get some. Oh, the bag of these chips. These sweet plantain chips. Sweet plantain. Very good chips. Very nice flavor. I'm gonna have some more tomorrow morning. Before I go to see the movie. I gotta go to bed soon. I'm gonna see any movie, I need to go to bed very soon. 
Let me take this bandana off my head and start tying my hair up so that I can be ready to go right to bed because <laughs> it's time. It is time. Um, Girl Savage says crawfish can be vegan as well. They're delicious. OMG. How can crawfish be vegan? I don't, don't know. I don't think that is how that works. <laughs> like, you're taking, saying it's like some soy fish or something? Like, there's there's no vegan crawfish that I know of. I've had vegan lobster, though. But it was like, you know, made of soy and stuff. I wouldn't eat that again. I wouldn't mind, like, mushrooms cooked the same way as crawfish. With all those seasonings. But maybe not, because those seasonings are high in salt. So, so high in salt. Cause all kind of diseases and high blood pressure. Okay, let me do these really fast. Get these braids going. I'm out. But yeah, so that, that was a moment. I just, I like, I processed it because I know that I was meant to run into that person and have that like short conversation. And I could have chosen to be offended by the assumption that I was shelterless, whatever. But I didn't, I didn't have any offense to it. I was like, oh, whatever. At first I was like, before I knew who he was, it was a little bit of like, how dare this person? I'm the only black person over here right now. You want to say that I'm, you know, unsheltered for being for being wild and I thought about another thing I thought about was it's the wildness it's the fact that I look like wild and free like you can't look like me and work for somewhere like people are gonna tell you oh you can't you have to call you have to do this you have to cut this you have to cut your hair cut your beard do this do that like people try to tell you all these things you can't and can't do but because I work for myself I get to look the way I want to look and so like they, it's like they don't see a free black man that often. And so people assume things. Cause it's just that the way he like he really was just asking like, hey are you are you on the streets too? Like it was it was just so bizarre. I'm like, that's the thing. Cause he could have asked anything. He could have just been like, hey, how's it going? Wanna have a drink? Like he could have said anything, but he just went straight to that assumption. Like, I think this is like a, a a race thing. They just think like a person, a person who's free, who's liberated. Like freedom looks wild to them. Like a black man being free and on his own and having, having his own, not needing to answer to anyone, looking the way he wants to look, letting nature, looking like nature intended Nature didn't intend us to cut our hair, otherwise we wouldn't have hair to cut. Like, our hair grows at the rate it's supposed to grow. Um, Emily says, what do you do for a living? I own companies. I own companies. I work in real estate and branding. So it just feels like that's a big thing. People just don't, they don't see it. And so they instantly think, oh, that's wow, that must be somebody on the streets, like all, the only time they see freedom or like the look of similar freedom 
is somebody who really is unsheltered. And it's all the time they see it, and it's like, oh, this must be, you know, that's what it looks like. A person who can't afford to get a clipper or whatever. Like, it's, it's so bizarre. It's bizarre that that's the only time we see that. Like, we've been, we've been cut down so much. I feel like our people have just been constantly cut down and told what we can and can't do, what we can't present. For so long, there was even times where there were laws at school that forced your kid to have to cut their hair or at work that say that's against our our code of conduct or how we how we dress here, like our our uniform here, like you know certain black hairstyles would be against the 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 dress attire. The code of dress attire. Um, it's like, how dare they tell you that you being natural is against their attire, your their like dress code? That's so racist and terrible. But it's become implemented in within us that we just think, oh, somebody natural must be, you know, down on hard times. It's like, are you serious? We've let this happen. I don't accept that. It makes me want to even be like, let it keep going longer and longer. Live my life like I'm just gonna continue. Especially as I get more publicity, it's like let's show people this is what natural looks like. You guys don't even know what natural looks like because it's only been seen by people who don't have success, and so it makes me want to be even more successful and grow my hair even longer. And just, like, not care what anyone tell, tells me. Because they're, they're cutting it down for a reason. These hair follicles are antennas to the universe. They're, they're like, they're, they're important. They're there for a reason. They're not useless or worthless. Hair has a purpose. Beyond, it's a look. Everything that our body does has a purpose. So, I just like untied that moment while I was in the car. Right now, as I'm talking about it, I'm just un like untangling it and thinking like, oh, cause I catch everything. It could be a short comment, but I know why people like, I always think of like the origin of why a person would feel comfortable to say certain things or to you know, where's the, where's the root of something someone's saying, no matter what it is? Where's the root of how somebody looks at you? You know, compared to how they look at other things. Like, I catch everything. I'm watching, I'm observing. I'm observing it all. And one thing I see is that when people think that you're unkept or something, or you're not fitting into the mold, a lot of times they can... They can disregard you. Compare, especially compared to when I have my cut hair and stuff. There's a different level of engagement I had at that point. But when they think that, you know, you are, you know, wild or, like, I don't know, like when they think, when they see you as natural, they can disregard you, and, they, and I'm, I'm, I love that. I love to not be seen. It's, it's better. It's like a, we could be like a fly on the wall and really see the true intentions of people. You can see what people really think. Like, 
It's good. It's good stuff. For a while, I thought the superpower that I wanted was to be invisible, just so I can really know. I can really be aware of people's true intentions. I thought it'd be fun to do that. Now I'm like, I'm okay with being invisible. I get it. I see the big picture. I see that brand, how important branding is and how branding is real power. Branding and just your, your public, being public. Like, don't be afraid of being public. There's a reason why we know the brands we know. Coca-Cola wasn't afraid of being public. The Gap, not afraid. Apple, public. Public AF, like all these companies spend so much money just to get th themselves in front of you. But yet, because of insecurities and things, we block ourselves from that publicity that really is the real power. Publicity, marketing, the true superpower of the world. So... Part of, my part of my marketing is being free. I want natural to look like that person must, you know, own themselves because they don't let anyone tell them anything. I would love to look wild, if, whatever that means. I don't think I look wild. I think I look normal. Like a, a person, how hair is supposed to grow, how people are supposed to look. But if that's wild to somebody, that's even better. Keeps them away, because people don't like wild, wild things. They like predictability. And so I get an advantage. Just by being me. By being yourself, you get an automatic advantage. But yet people waste their time all the time in competition. Thinking that they compete with this person and that person and be nervous because this person may think that or that. Like, no, I'm not nervous about anything. And I don't have any people to compete with at all. I have not one competitor. Not even one. I have people I don't like. But I don't have any competitors. And the reason I don't like them is because they just are like shady people who go out of your out of their way to create chaos. But they're not competing with me. They're just like annoying bugs. Like how you don't like a a nasty um fly that keeps like flying in front of your face, like you're like, oh, get this fly away from me. But are you threatened by the fly? Do you think the fly is com competing with you? Or a roach or something? No, not competing with you. Just annoying, buzzing around. Mm. Begging to be smashed. But if these bugs wanna get smashed, it's gonna be $150 an hour to get smashed. <laughs> <laughs> They can't even get smashed for free. These bug, these bug bees. Yeah. I'm just, I'm recognizing it now. I'm like, you know, it's all internalized like racism and fear and superior superiority. I like to reverse the superiority because I feel like there's some people, even at that beach, like there's some very racially um, people who think that they're superior somehow. I can feel the superiority in them. 
with the way they with the way that they act. So I'm like, okay, great. How about I be more superior than you? Then what you're gonna do with that? They can't even handle like, wait, this this person, this person who's been trained to think they're they're in, they're in um they're inferior to us this whole time. This person who thinks who's been trained to think they're inferior is is now walking in superiority to them. They can't handle it. And they get mad. That's why I have some haters. Even the haters that come on here, they're like, I can't stand you. You look like this. Da, 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 da. Inward, inward. Da, da, da. You know, all that kind of stuff they say is because they're mad that I'm better than them. And I know it. And I know it. Because they're supremacists. They're already at the lowest of the lowest. And so they just hate to like, to hate, to hate for the spell not to work. The spell they worked on so many years and their ancestors have worked on it to tear a whole, a whole people down. But don't work on me. Don't work. All right, this is my braids. I'm gonna put a hat on tomorrow. And I'm just gonna like, like wear these braids to the, to the, um, to the beach. Not, not to the beach, to the, um, what do you call it? The movie theater. I'm gonna wear these braids and put a hat on. Right now I put my bonnet on for sleeping. So I don't like lose the oil in my hair. Yes, honey, work. So that's the vibe. I'm gonna get up, so I'm gonna go to sleep now so I can get up and watch the movie. Go see the movie Nope if you get a chance by Jordan Peele. Shout out to Jordan Peele. Thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of your project and I hope that Andrew, who was in the room earlier, is right about me being in those scenes. Um, Jordan said that I would love the movie when it came out, but at that point, it wasn't even edited fully, so I'll just, I know how movies work. Like, sometimes you could think it's going to go a certain way, and then you can get cut out the whole movie, so I've, done, I've had that happen before, so I'm not going to get too excited until I go see it myself, but I'm so excited to watch it. Go see the movie Nope. Bye, Rockers and, Mer Rockers and Mercuryans. Have a great night. I hope that you guys choose the path of your truth and don't let kindness lead you down a rabbit hole of deception and trickery and tequila. <laughs> All right, Rockers and Mercuryans, have a beautiful day from my home to yours. Since I'm not homeless, I've dared that person think I'm homeless. Slap them. Anyways, he's just projecting. All right, rock on, Mercuryans. Have a great night. Bye. Link in the bio, rockmercury.com. Bye. I'm posting this video. Oh, I'll probably post it. Let's see. We'll see how we'll see how soon this video uploads or saves to TikTok. Then I may post it tonight or tomorrow morning. We'll see. Good night. Bye.